action sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. This is Ignition. Welcome to Ignition, a radio show and podcast for the new evangelization. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I'm Father Andrew Dickinson. And we want to launch your own efforts to explain the Catholic faith and to invite others to live it. Before we get into today's topic, we want to remind you that we love listener feedback. So if, you know, I, Father, I say that every week, mm-hmm. but it's true every week. Mm-hmm. It's not just a line the, We're not just required to say this no, by some no, like yeah. Episcopal Oversight exactly. Committee. Bishop Swain's not like, listen, Bergwald, you better say that you love listener feedback. You better say you love it. You don't like it. Now that you look forward to it, now that you're curious about it, but that you love it. Exactly. He, no, that really doesn't sound like Bishop Swain at all. To no, do. it doesn't. It doesn't quite at all. <laughs> uh, either in that tone or some other, he does not. We, we sincerely <laughs> do invite your feedback. Um, so seriously, if you have questions about today's episode. Because I, honestly, we're bored and starved for human contact. <laughs> other than, we're, we're actually stuck in this room. I know. They won't let us they, out. They won't. I, um, if well, you, this was live. <laughs> <laughs> Please, somebody Actually, help I'm us. very grateful this isn't live. Amen. Uh, questions about today's episode, ideas for future episodes. Seriously, please do uh, do not hesitate to contact us. Um, as we say every week, there are two easy ways to do that. You could email us using the email address ignition at sfcatholic.org. You could also tweet at us with the Twitter handle at sfdiocese. Use the hashtag ignition. You know, and I'm going to say, I'm going to throw a phone number out there too in case whoa, whoa, you're not whoa, online. Wow. I know, right? Crazy. Wow. Um, the diocesan number is 605-988-3742. 605-988-3742. Seriously, if you want to call and talk to me... Um, <laughs> Father Dickens is not is not actually locked in this room, um, but if you want, and neither is Doctor Bergwald. No, that's that's true too. But I'm in the building usually, except I'm out with the good people and priests of the Diocese of Sioux Falls, in which both of us are privileged to work. So call him, maybe. <laughs> this is who are you, pop culture guru? I am the pop culture guru of Ignition. I am Father Andrew Dickinson. I am the pastor of St. Paul's in White, South Dakota, and I am the director of the Pope Pius XII Newman Center at SDSU GBGBGJ. Thank you very much for getting that in there this time. That stood for, for Go Big, Go Blue, Go Jacks. Thanks if you're not a Familiar with South Dakota, South Dakota State, now you know. And knowing. Is half the battle. Indeed. It's like maybe um, like 30%. My name is Chris Bergwald. 10%. I am the Director of Adult Discipleship and Evangelization with the Diocese of Sioux Falls. So yes, oftentimes um, you might find me working out of my office in the diocese and built offices in Sioux Falls if I'm not out with the, as I said earlier, good people and priests of said diocese of Sioux Falls. He never goes out with the bad people and bad priests just of the diocese the good, of Sioux just Falls. The just the good ones. ones. Who would want to go with the bad ones? <sighs> but let's just take a moment of silence to pause and recollect ourselves. You know, if there's anything that's good for radio, it's silence. <laughs> What's, I'm turning the station. What's going on? What they're is this? Say, did, did I lose the signal? It's not coming through. Uh, no, we're actually, we are going to talk about, we're, we're not going to be silent. We're going to listen to the sounds. Oh boy. Of silence. Uh, we're, we're going to talk about the sounds of silence today. Partic- what, what, one, one, one particular form of silence, Father. 
especially silence in the sacred liturgy. So, uh, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about talking about silence in the liturgy. It does. It gets me going. Moved to cheers. You love listener feedback, and <laughs> I love silence in the liturgy. Okay, fair we enough. Just we'll leave it at that. Tolerate, appreciate me right here. Uh, I'm, I'm trying my best. Okay, thanks. Um, so we try a little harder. I, how can I try my harder than my best? If it's the best, by definition. Your best just isn't good enough. I can't try harder, though. I can't. Bad. If it's my best, pay attention to the words I'm using, Father. Right now, I'm just getting silence. <laughs> so we're going to look at um, silence in the liturgy. Uh, three different perspectives or three angles or three categories that we're going to start with. Father, I think it's worth noting to begin with that we should be silent at Mass because we're supposed to. We're supposed to be silent. We're supposed to be silent. Yeah. Not for the not whole that. thing. No. <laughs> but like, so there's a lot of talking at mass. What you, you may mean? not know, you may not know this, but there's like, there's several official things about the mass that you probably don't know about. Just like there's this official prayer book that father uses. Yep. There's actually an official song book. Right. Right. Uh, the gradual. Yep. Graduale. Yep. Graduale. No, gradual. <laughs> Is it gradual? Graduale. It's gr- <laughs> Graduale. Graduale. I I just Midwesterned that Latin word, didn't I? You don't. And now I can't get what it's supposed to be in my head. Oh, okay. The gradual. In English, we call it the gradual. Yeah. And uh, which is actually the official song book, which is rarely, is rarely even a fair, or like very Well, here's the issue with the gradual. As far as I know, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I don't think there's been ever been an official translation. No, no, there's that's part of the problem. Right. There's like things like the simple. What's it, is that? Yeah, there's simple English translations right. of it, but not an official right. translation of it. And so, so maybe another hundred years, you might have that <laughs> in the church. That's a blink of an eye in the life of the church. Come I on. know. In my life, that's not, not so, so much, much of a blink. It's a long blink. Anyway, so you'll be blinking for a long book, time. Official prayer out. book, and then there's also even official guidebook of how to do the prayers. Right. It's called the Germ. You can say germ. I say germ because it's easier on the ears. I, why do you say germ? I like germ. I don't know. I, is, is that the Latin pronunciation of the eye? It's, it's, it, um, I'm pretty... Oh, I stumped him. No, I'm thinking more... No, you're, you probably would be right that you wouldn't soften the G. Uh, G-I-R-M is the abbreviation for general. Right. Sorry, what, what does it stand for? Whatever, however you say it, what's it stand for? General instruction of the Roman Missal. So as you said, the guy. Well, I, I purposely don't say germ because everyone here is like bacteria, sure. virus, yeah. flu season. I, I'm with you. And yeah, I'm all, yeah, no, no germs at mass, Father. No, no germs, germs at mass. <laughs> oh, there's germ at mass, Father. Oh, there's germ. <laughs> but there's a germ at mass. So however you want to say it, when you say it's the guidebook, what does that mean? Well, it, it it gives general instructions. <laughs> and specific instructions. Right. About the Roman Missal. Right. right. So that's why it's a guidebook. It's like, uh, so the book itself has a lot of guides to it, but there's a lot of other things that are kind of just, why do we do it that way? Do we either just make it up or do we get it from somewhere? And the germ is where we get it, is from where we get it. It's, um, there's going to be, there'll be too much silence there as I try to. Parse that a little. Is that the right grammar or not? I, I think I it's why I did want to dangle a participle. You, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Did you hear that. this a study that uh, the complexity of your grammar usage is a sign of the uh, the more complex and proper grammar you use, the less likely it is that you will suffer from dementia. 
Oh, actually, yeah, I have heard that. Okay. So, so amp just, up I'm the complexity, just, peoples. I'm just aiming for good things. <laughs> um, I think it's worth noting. But where where can you find though? So if you were oh, if if, yeah. if you were to sneak around the sanctuary um, or the sacristy, uh, where would you find the germ? Well, the there is a germ usually printed in the front of the missal, right. the actual prayer book that right. Father uses. Right. He might get upset if you take that and try to read it. Don't do that. Yep. Uh, but you can also find one online. Yep. Yep. Um, so, so the 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 general instruction has general instructions, but I think it's also worth noting that in the missal itself, it also gives instructions. Gives, right. Right. There's all sorts of moments like the priest opens his hand, closes his hands, things like that. It's more specific directions about some of these postures, right. Than it is uh, instructions on what sort of wine you're allowed to use or things right, like that. Right. Right. But I think it's worth noting. So we're talking here about silence at mass. That's addressed both in the general instruction, but also in the rubrics. Is it not? Um, I'm thinking of a couple of places in particular where uh, doesn't it say that we pause? I, unfortunately, I don't have. Oh, uh, like on some specific days, I think like Good Friday or some okay. places like okay. that. But I don't okay. know if it. I think like not on the collect. It doesn't. Oh well, uh, it doesn't. No, I don't think so. I think okay. it just says. That's it. Priest pause. Okay. All right. All right. Now I think you're thinking there are like hand missiles that say that. That could be. Yep. Okay. Which you might have in the yep. pew. Yep. Yep. So. Silence. Silence. So what does the general instruction tell us? See, you notice, by the way, I'm calling it that because I don't really want to say... Um, germ or germ. Germ or germ. So I'm just saying the general, general instruction. General instruction of the Roman Missal. Uh, what does it tell us about silence, though? Well, it's uh, to be observed. So it it's a prescription. And that way it's telling us that it should be observed at the designated times. So there uh, are times during the Mass when we're specifically told, whether it's in the germ... Or in the um, or in the rubrics, if it's there at all, right? There are specific times when we're told to be silent. Correct. Okay. And so, like, there should be a and and the silence is for different purposes okay. at different points, but there should be silence. And this is all quoting from the general, general instruction. instruction. And so, like during the penitential rite, uh, and again after the invitation to pray, you know, you're recollecting. Uh, kind of collecting yourself in that moment, bringing yourself, okay, this is what I'm doing in this moment. At the conclusion of readings or the homily, we might think about what was said, right? After communion, we might be praising God in our hearts. Uh, and even before the sacrifice of the Mass itself, it's commendable for there to be silence in the church, uh, where Father and the servers are vesting, uh, so that people can depo- dispose themselves to carry out uh, the sacred action of the prayer in a devout and filling Fitting manner. So you have to, because mass being the pinnacle of the Christian life, the the summit of the Christian life, like anything that's the pinnacle, you need to prepare for it. And we've talked about this before, but I just think it's worth noting that that the general instruction for the Roman Missal specifically encourage us to prepare for the mass in silence, right? Um, so that we might pray it worthily. Yeah, it just that points to know what you're doing, to be purposeful about what you're doing in the Mass. That sounds equips you for that purposeful engagement. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so. Uh, quick question, Father, and, and you may yeah. not know. I know the Just looking at the, the quote that you were referring to, um, it distinguishes in the sacristy, sacristy and in the vesting room. Do you have any idea, like circumstances? Because most of our church, well, 
Well, no, I, I can see that where, depending on the layout of the church, you might have a vesting room at the back where the procession starts from. Okay. You might have a sacristy at the front where the sacred vessels are okay. and things are set out sure. right near the, convenient to the altar area. I do know that the parish that I attend, um, I think especially during like the, 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 the sacred triduum, Good Friday, Easter, Holy Saturday, Easter Sunday, because of all the processions that the... The vesting room is temporarily moved from the sacristy somewhere else. So right. I suppose that's why. Okay. So what else uh, in terms of, as you said, it's a prescription that we're called to do. What else might we say about what that means? Well, uh, another thing about silence is this idea of like an orderly purposefulness to things. And so uh, if you think about someone who's really intent on what they're doing, sometimes there's a silence and a focus to them. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. So uh, part of this idea is having uh, purposefulness about the liturgy. So we're not just kind of bumbling our way uh, through the liturgy, whether as the people in the pews, whether the priest in the altar, the servers, and extraordinary ministers attending to the mass. And so part of the idea of silence is, is that it's an orderly worship. Okay. And things have their proper place that... Uh, it's it's coming from somewhere and it's going to somewhere. Right, right. If that makes sense. Yep. It's not just uh, a haphazard gathering. It's, you're right. That we're kind of creating up spontaneously on the spot. But no, there's there, there's a ritual to this. I think of uh, as opposed to it's not like a meandering. The the field to the mass ought to not ought not to be a meandering, but it should be deliberate, focused, intentional. Right, right. So I, w- w- with that purpose and. Uh, our popes have encouraged us to cultivate something called an Ars Celebrandi in this way, the art of the celebration of the Mass. Okay. And so, um, you know, you think about uh, important things that people do, and oftentimes we ritualize them. We've, I think, done Ignition episodes about ritual before, right. the yep. importance of ritual. Yep. But so part of, so silence isn't just a matter of like a strict stillness, that there's not a peep. That we don't let a word get out the wrong way at the mass. Yeah. So silence is not just that sort of a, a experience. Silence is also uh, in like the orderliness and the purposefulness of what we're doing uh, in that celebration of the mass. Okay. So th- this 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 art of the celebration is this something that that is specifically uh, with with the celebrant the priest, the bishop in mind, or is this something on the part of the congregation, the people as well? Most specifically to the, the priest, okay. uh, to the celebrant and to the other sacred ministers, deacons, servers and such. Uh, but it does certainly apply to uh, the lay people in a sense of how we're taking part, how the lay people taking part, take part in it. Okay. Great. Um, you're taking part in yes. an ignition uh, episode of Ignition, uh, broadcast of the New Evangelization. I am Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I'm Father Andrew Dickinson. Uh, Father is the priest director for the Pius XII Newman Center. It's a South Dakota state in Brookings, South Dakota, and pastor of St. Paul's in White. I am the director of adult discipleship and evangelization with the Diocese of Sioux Falls. And here in Ignition, our desire is to deepen your own faith so that you can more easily and readily share it with others. And today we're talking about silence particularly at mass right and 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 what is the good of silence and cultivating of silence and being a part of silence so father i think one reason why it's worth talking about this is because for a variety of reasons that we'll explain momentarily it's hard to do this 
There's this it, silence in the liturgy. It can be a difficult thing. It can be a difficult thing. And, and our world, in a certain sense, uh, is opposed to silence and recollection. Right. Because our world is very much all about distraction, noise, movement, next, uh, urgency, where silence is not about that at all. And so it, it will be a struggle for you to deliberately enter into a life of, of silence in that way. I love, as you were just going through that, that uh, litany of, of, of the way that our culture uh, forms us, because mm-hmm. we're being formed by right. our culture. Right. Um, the, the urgency, the, and you said next. And mm. I, I just really struck by that, as yeah. you said, as opposed to now. Yeah, like yeah, our culture is always prompting us to to direct our gaze to the next moment, mm. to the next thing, as opposed to now, the eternal now, the 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 moment in the of the present in which God is present to me. Um, and, and I think particularly when it comes to mass, we can be thinking about the next, what's coming up after, what do I have to do today, what do I still have to get done for the weekend, right? Uh, you know, uh, football. It's it's the fall. It's football season. What's going to happen, et cetera. Um, as opposed to now and being attentive to the now. You know, uh, oh, who said this? Like uh, a lot of our society's ills can be summed up in our inability to sit in a quiet room by ourselves. Ooh. Ooh. Right. And just even think about like the way we wait these days. Uh, waiting rooms for the doctor's office or the DMV or whoever, uh, or for restaurants. You know, first they put out magazines. And now we have TVs, and now we have all these other things to distract us from just from the now. You know, along those lines, because I think this is a great point. This, to me, this whole little brief tangent that we're on right now is a great example of how, to me, so the mass can go beyond itself. So silence in hmm. the liturgy can can uh, empower us to be silent in, in other parts of our lives. Yeah, so embracing the mass, the, the church's call for you to learn the power of silence in mass. This is what I'm hearing you saying. Embracing the church's call uh, for you to uh, learn how to be carry yourself in silence, to be comfortable in silence, to live in silence, empowers you on how to conquer the awkward moments of daily life. Right, right. Yeah. And so for me, I think of how often I do, like, so waiting rooms... Or when I, I literally, so maybe I'm sitting at the microwave waiting and I've got 30 seconds. What do I do? I pull, pull out my phone. cell phone and I've, and I realized that and, and, and I've, I'm, I don't always succeed, but I've made an effort to stop that and simply to be attentive to the moment. Now I'm, I'm standing at a microwave, right? I mean, nothing exciting is hopefully going to happen, <laughs> but. Well, I mean, I, unless you think, I mean, how exciting you think it is that you're getting hot food. What? <laughs> But but to be attentive, what is God saying to me in this moment as right. I'm waiting for the microwave to be done? Right. And if I when I pull I myself, I love you so much. I made Tostino's pizza rolls. Ex- <laughs> Hot pockets. Um, I can't do that if I pull the phone out right away and I'm checking Twitter or Facebook. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You kind of you you cut yourself off from that opportunity. Right. In that regard. So uh, this part of the reason why silence is hard to do right in that way another reason is silence leaves us alone with our own thoughts we don't like it right you know i don't want to be alone with my own no. thoughts because i don't like me i don't like what i've done i don't like how i've handled situations i don't like what my future looks like i don't like anything so i want to be distracted from that yep, yep. Uh, another reason to encounter god right <laughs> if you don't like yourself right um and, but sadly so many people don't like themselves and we never talk about this in terms of our social ills you know, uh, oh, there's a heroin epidemic. 
right? There's a drug epidemic. How much of this is about people who don't like themselves and need to learn the love of God speaking into the fact uh, that while you may not like you, he loves you. Yep. Trying to escape so so many ways. Uh, heroin is is a dramatic one. There are so many ways that we try to escape from ourselves. Mm-hmm. We don't need to. He loves us. Right. Who we are. Yeah. Uh, and then another difficulty for or why is it hard to have silence in mass is there are some false notions about what it means to participate in mass. Right. I've heard rumors mm-hmm. of a uh, now deceased bishop from another diocese who would go and visit parishes and stopwatch. Uh, how much of the time of Mass had things been spoken or done by the people in the church. And that would determine whether or not they're participating in the Mass. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 You know, that you can't participate silently, question mark? Right. Right. No, you can participate silently. And that's why I never get upset about people that don't want to sing at Mass. I don't care if you don't want to sing. I don't care if you don't want to speak the vocal responses. I just hope that you're praying. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so sometimes you might get uh, a parish attitude in that way that unless things are actively being done, then they're not really taking part in the mass. And so there might be a prejudice against silence in that regard. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, So, and one thing that doesn't make silence hard in the mass. Yes. Children. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I mean, that's not, that's not the like, so if you have kids like we're talking about silence in the mass, like oh father, if you only knew my third, uh, my three year old, you would hate going saying mass and my three year olds around because they're the, like the opposite of silence. That's not what I'm talking about. Like kids being kids, that's not. But I think like kids are better at being silent when like adults are better at being silent. Mm. When adults learn how to be still, sure, and adults aren't fidgeting and learn how to focus on things, the children sometimes uh, frequently pick that up. Does that make sense? It does. As a father of five? It does. It does. So, yep. Do you ever worry about that? Like, oh, am I disrupting mass because my yes. kids? I mean, yeah. not so much anymore. They're older now. But yeah, I definitely did. When And so that's what I do try. I would try to be attentive to that. And I don't want them to be a distraction because they could be on occasion. Um, but I still think you, your point is well taken. Yeah. So uh, it's hard to be silent at mass, but it's worth it. Why is it worth it? Let's... Let's um, mm. move towards a conclusion by talking about that. Yeah. And I think uh, we have, a, I think, already a great answer uh, from Dr. Bergwald that of empowering you to live daily life. Right. You know? Um, and uh, so just, and this wasn't even one of our prepped ideas, but it's brilliant. Uh, Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, but it's of like being able to conquer the fact that you are worth something. You don't need to be active or active or frantic or always about the next thing in order to have worth in this world. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, but also it's important to cultivate the, our, our prepared answer for this. Do you want anything else you want to say about no. like, that idea? Of- no, I, I just, again, the mass, the liturgy in general, the mass in particular, is the source and summit of the Christian life. So one way to me, it's the source is it, mm-hmm. that means everything that we do in our Christian, the rest of our Christian life draws its power from the mass. So you got the touch. Live you got the power. The power of the of the sacred silence of the mass. Allow that to impregnate impregnate every moment of your day, yeah. including those moments when you might otherwise be inclined to turn the car radio on or to pull out your phone. Mm-hmm. Con- use those as moments of contemplation. Right, and, and especially especially to start to realize those times where you run away from yourself. Yes, yes. where you're running away from your own 
like your own estimation of your own lack of worth yep. in that way. Yep. So that's the vital time to turn to, that's where silence in the mass and the liturgy can really help you to conquer those things. And I'll just give one concrete example and then please, we'll please. move on. Um, for me, I, lately, lately, meaning the last few weeks, it's not like this is an ingrained habit by any means yet. But um, I, I love listening to the radio when I'm driving to or from you love work. It. I love it. I do love it. I've, I've taken to not doing that. And mm. if it's a nice day out enough to lowering, putting the car window down and, and being attentive to God in the beauty and power and awe of his creation. Right. Rather than distracting myself in this moment when I might get bored with the radio, being attentive to God in the beauty and glory of his creation. Amen. 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 So that's one thing, Father, but we did have some other things to talk about. Yeah. The importance of the sense of sacred. And so, uh, again, these are sacred rituals that we are doing. It's, it's unlike anything else we do anywhere on earth. And so, like, when the popes tell us to cultivate, especially for priests to cultivate this art of celebrating, they say, they tell us, you know, the primary way for participation of the people of God in the Mass, in the sacred rituals, is by the priests celebrating the ritual correctly themselves. Right. So this art of celebration is the best way to ensure their actual participation in the Mass. Again, participation being more than just uh, saying words or, and things like that, but the actual interior participation in things. And that allows us to discover that there are sacred things in this world. Right, right, you know, right. Uh, in a very recent uh, episode of Ignition, we talked about how that there's not bubbles of earthly spheres, secular spheres, and then religious spheres, but that there is this breaking in of the sacred into our into our world, and that the mass is the forefront of that that uh, robbery, right? <laughs> in breaking, right? Well, I mean, it's a robbery. Jesus himself describes it as a robbery, right? Right. So, uh, and. So this idea then of, of creating the sense of the sacred, something different goes on here. What goes on in this place and in this event is different than everything else that happens in my life. Yep. And silence allows us to take part in that. Right. To realize the gravity of things. Yep. yep. Yeah. Anytime, just in daily life, when, when there's quiet, mm. that, that's usually because something important is happening or is about to happen. Uh, there's nothing more important happening or about to happen than what happens in the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. Yeah. You know, uh, I had a, had an exa- a couple examples of silence and the importance of silence. Uh, weddings. Like, when I do weddings, I always have the bride and groom say their vows without a microphone. Explain that. I know well, you, you number won't... one, it's awkward. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to like, clip off the little clip off my vestment yep. and like hold it up in front of your face. And so my arm is right here in between, <laughs> yeah. you know, bride and groom as they say their most tenderest of words. So in some ways, I feel like it's an intrusion into the tenderness of the vows that we don't need. And also because like, I think we're over microphoned Ooh. as I speak this intro right. microphone, <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> we're over amplified. And, uh, but so when we say things, uh, we can say them, uh, I'm going to have to use this one example. Sorry. Uh, the other example is really cool. But so when, when we, when we say the wedding vows in a church, just silently on their own, like people just focus in and it catches their attention really beautifully. And that can happen in the mass in general. Apart right. From the wedding. Yeah. yeah. Silence at mass. Thank you, father. Golden. And that will wrap up this episode of ignition. Again, email us ignition at sfcatholic.org or tweet at us. SF diocese use the hashtag ignition with any thoughts, questions, or ideas for future episodes. And until next time, our dear listeners, may almighty God bless you and keep you the father and the son and the Holy spirit. Amen. Amen.
Thanks for listening. You can find archives of this and past episodes online at sfcatholic.org. Click on Media and then Audio Files. You can also subscribe to the Ignition Podcast in the iTunes Store. Remember to tune in every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. on Lamb Catholic Radio at 91.3 FM in Hartford and 104.3 LPFM Juan Diego Catholic Radio in Sioux Falls and on 88.9 FM in Ipswich and Aberdeen or online at lambradio.com.